It's Friday, March 17th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A week after the second largest bank collapse in U.S. history, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen told the Senate Finance Committee on Thursday that the nation's banking system remains sound and Americans can feel confident about their deposits. Yellen is the first Biden administration official to face lawmakers over the decision to protect uninsured money at two failed regional banks, a move that some Republicans have criticized as a bank bailout. The government took decisive and forceful actions to strengthen public confidence in the banking system, Yellen said in testimony before the committee. I can reassure the members of the committee that our banking system remains sound and that Americans can feel confident that their deposits will be there when they need them. In other news, the U.S. and Taiwan moved a step closer toward a bilateral trade and investment initiative, with both sides signaling progress in the talks at a time of heightened tensions between Washington and China. The U.S. Trade Representative's Office on Thursday released a summary of proposed texts covering customs administration and trade facilitation, goods regulatory practices, services domestic regulation, anti-corruption, and small and mid-sized enterprises. A similar statement was released by Taiwan's trade office at the same time. The five topics are among a dozen trade areas that the two sides previously agreed to negotiate. This is a very symbolic move, a Taiwan trade official said, describing the simultaneous release of statements as a sign of the tacit understanding that they have built during the talks. Both sides are making swift progress in hammering out details following months of preparation and meetings in Taipei and New York. In world news, Poland said it would send four MiG-29 jet fighters to Ukraine in coming days, making it the first Western nation to supply warplanes to Kyiv, which is preparing a counteroffensive against Russia's invading forces. The move puts Poland once again at the center of European policymaking on Ukraine, following Warsaw's successful efforts earlier this year to cobble together a coalition of countries willing to send German-made Leopard tanks to Kyiv. Polish President Duda said Poland would reach into its own reserves of the Soviet-built aircraft, which are flown regularly by Ukrainian pilots. He said Poland's own small fleet had been received from former East German stocks in the 1990s and were currently being serviced and prepared for the handover. In the coming days, we are handing over four aircrafts to Ukraine in full working order, he said during a news conference in Warsaw with the newly inaugurated president of the Czech Republic, Peter Pavel. Back in the U.S., deaths of pregnant women in the U.S. fell in 2022, dropping significantly from a six-decade high during the pandemic, new data suggests. More than 1,200 U.S. women died in 2021 during pregnancy or shortly after childbirth, according to a final tally released Thursday by the CDC. In 2022, there were 733 maternal deaths, according to preliminary agency data, though the final number is likely to be higher. Officials say the 2022 maternal death rate is on track to get close to pre-pandemic levels, but that's not great. The rate before COVID-19 was the highest it had been in decades. The CDC counts women who die while pregnant, during childbirth, and up to 42 days after birth. COVID-19 can be particularly dangerous to pregnant women, and experts believe it was the main reason for the 2021 spike. And fewer Americans applied for jobless claims last week, 
as the labor market continues to thrive despite the Federal Reserve's efforts to cool the economy and tamp down inflation. Applications for jobless claims in the U.S. for the week ending March 11th fell by 20,000 to 192,000 from 212,000 the previous week, the Labor Department said Thursday. The four-week moving average of claims, which flattens out some of week-to-week volatility, fell by 750, remaining below the 200,000 threshold for the eighth straight week. Applications for unemployment benefits are seen as a barometer for layoffs in the U.S. In a note to clients, analysts at Oxford Economics said there are still few signs that the recent jump in layoff announcements, particularly in the tech sector, is translating to a rise in unemployment. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.